back here on Pig Pod as we are so excited for another edition as we have President and General Manager Kurt Landis with me, Mike Ventil, of course, Manager of Media Relations. Um, Kurt, always a pleasure getting a chance to talk with you. First time here on this forum. And secondly, um, I know you've been a big proponent of the Pig Pod. So um, I guess my apologies in a sense of just having you on here for episode uh, 11 here at this point. You're, you're fired. I'm fired. <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> nice knowing you guys. See you later. <laughs> So, but no, thanks for stopping on with us. Glad to have, glad to be here. Yep. Anytime I can come on and, and make fun of you a little bit and talk baseball, I'm excited for it. Yeah, certainly glad to have you on. And, you know, I wanted to wear this Bacon USA road uniform um, because, one, it matches my gray uh, shirt I have underneath. But secondly, these road uniforms, of course, which will be displayed uh, this season that the team will be wearing, um, one of the many new looks that will be coming to Coca-Cola Park uh, here uh, in 2023. So um, before we get into some of the big stuff that I wanted to ask you regarding the construction, um, if you don't mind, give folks a little bit of a background. I know Matthew, Barry, and myself have been kind of telling everybody what's been going on. But for you, as we come to the end of January, now into the early portion of February, opening day is getting closer. So for you, what are certain things you're looking to get checked off your to-do list before opening day? Well, it's a long list. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I think uh, everything in the offseason moves up further and further each year. We've talked about that. Mm -hmm. So the planning for promotions, the planning for giveaways, the planning for fan entertainment, that's really taking place now in July, August, September. Um, and you're at this stage really working through the logistics in terms of making sure deliveries are on time. Uh, I think the sales process is important to us right now because even though we start that, with renewals, both for sponsors and season tickets and mini plans, uh, as early as August or September, uh, you know it's it's a critical time for us to finish the sales process to have a successful season uh, in terms of overall tickets and revenue. Uh, but it's a very busy time operationally in the ballpark in terms of there's a lot of projects we have to do in the off season to make sure things run smooth in the season. If it's uh, maintenance, repair, painting things that our fans might not really understand that things look great come april 4th and opening day uh there's a lot of behind the scenes scurry and so things start to get a little bit more um urgent yep you enter january then again in february there's things like uh announcements of the promotion schedule announcements of certain specific game promotions um there are a lot of things that we've worked on for a year and year and a half they're just on the cusp of uh, announcements and, and things that we had to have our ducks in a row ready behind the scenes. So uh, it becomes very busy and you see a different level of activity in the office probably. I always feel like that, you know, depending on the department, obviously 12 months a year, everybody's got something to do. But I feel like, you know, the off season, um, you know, I feel it for myself at times can be a lot harder than in season because it's your idea session. It's what can we do to improve year to year? I mean, obviously in season is very important. That's when you're, the show is on, right? That's when, when those gates are open, it is a three hour show, give or take the length of a game each night. Um, but you spend the entire off season to you know, prepare for that show. Right. Um, I guess for you, cause you've been in minor league baseball now, this is what your 30th season. So congratulations to you, 30 seasons now <laughs> in minor league baseball. Folks, he's not a dinosaur. He's just in the prime of his life here. But, um, you know, for you, do you always enjoy, um, you know, I guess, obviously the in-season, I'm sure you enjoy more, but the aspects of the off-season, would you consider to be a little bit more difficult at times than the, uh, than the execution yeah, of the in-season? I do, actually. I, 
I but I enjoy both of them. Yeah. You know, I, I think that for six or seven months of the off season, uh, you're making promises mm-hmm. and working to improve. So it's a lot of newness. Yep. Even though it's year after year, there's some things that we do that are the same. Uh, you're trying to plan each year differently and uniquely. Uh, and then when you get to the season, uh, it's more hours, but you fall into a little bit more of a routine, right. game to game. Even though it's a different theme or different groups or different highlight, you do fall a little bit to, of a routine in season. So I enjoy both of them, um, both making promises and fulfilling promises. Right. Um, it's, it's really nice to have a, a change year to year. And I, I tell people sometimes, uh, there's still people out there that go, what do you do in the off season? There must, right. you know, must not do have anything to do. And, and the reality is more the opposite, but, um, if you ever planned a wedding before and, and I know you're getting to that point yep. soon, mm-hmm. it, you know, there's a lot of work and like, Oh my gosh, yes, I had to do this. I had to do that. I had to have a, you know, bachelor party and the reception and all this work and uniform right. you know and i say well are, we plan 75 weddings a year and oh, each yeah. one is a different theme and there's up to 10,000 guests and we're the largest restaurant in lehigh valley and sometimes like oh yeah i guess you do have you have to provide food for 8,000 people in about a two and a half hour time frame and that rural continual changes as well not just about marketing promotions and tickets but food and beverage and finance and those are things that are um take a lot of time and effort to do well especially in your position too as the general of this operation um you know i'm sure the uh the blood pressure and the stress levels they fluctuate up and down depending on the uh the time of season but but as i said you've been doing this now for 30 years and you started as an associate many years ago and and then of course worked your way up to you know where you've been president and general manager since day one of the Lehigh Valley Iron Pigs as you kind of now look to step into your 30th season of uh, minor league baseball what do you kind of think back to as maybe some of the cool and fun moments you've been able to experience throughout your career well you keep saying 30 and I get older and every time you mention that I, I started when I was five um there's been a lot of great, great moments. So I'm not prepped for that question at all. There's been some incredible memories with staff and fans. Um, there's been some crazy ones, scary ones even. Um, you know, I think the ones you look back you meet are the relationships you have with right. certain people. And, and sometimes those are relationships you have with people that you work with for many years. And sometimes, you know, I got to meet and share dinner with Willie Mays yep. um, and present him with a jersey and invite him to uh, uh, the place where his baseball journey began in Hagerstown when I was there. And I also look back favorably on a lot of the fun promotions that you've been a part of, and, and not just because of the fan reaction, but you, you plan and prepare, and, and there's a lot of work to go through things to make it viral so as many people see your promotion as possible, or many people enjoy it or buy merchandise or want to be a part of it and think it's fun. If that's a free funeral giveaway, yep. uh, <laughs> if that's a... Um, you know, LV Lehigh Valley wants LeBron, you know, in a billboard campaign. Uh, If it's responding to a PETA-based group about cheddar broccoli bites, putting (laughs) that on the menu. Um, You know, there's there's been some great, great things. The the video urinal games. Oh, absolutely. um, It's still, in my mind, one of the the most fun. We introduced Bacon um, and Bacon USA, and we introduced a whole number of, of styles and caps and logos in 2014 and bacon was just this home run from the get-go so how did we and we developed the fighting bacon and the bacon usa concept and um there's been so many things promotionally that have been um 
fun. And each year you, you look for a number of things that really catapult your imagination and to be on the front edge um, of technology and of ideas and other teams emulate what you do. That's been um, something I'm probably most proud of. And you know, too, and I don't know if you want to share the story, but I still remember when you told me that when you were uh, meeting with Mr. Montgomery, may he rest in peace, um, that, you know, you had an outstanding meeting with him when you were, you know, looking to uh, be hired as uh, the general manager of the Iron Pigs when this organization was first started. And you talk about those relationships and, you know, not to, you know, uh, make you blush here, but, you know, because of your role here, I look at the, the relationship between the Iron Pigs and the Phillies, you're the nucleus of it all. You know what I mean? Because you've been here since day one. And, you know, and obviously we got to see the forefront of that back in December, obviously, um, you know, with, um, you know, Mr. Dombrowski and Sam Fold being here, along with all the local politicians, you know, with some of the stadium upgrades and knowing that it's more than just business, it's very community and family feel. So I'm sure that all means a lot to you. Well, I appreciate that. It's been a long relationship, a positive one, but our owners are a huge part of that. Joe Finley and Craig Stein have been involved in partners with the Phillies pre-Lehigh Valley Iron Pigs, even with the Lakewood Blue Claws, of course, the Reading Phillies. So a lot of those relationships are very, very mm -hmm. Uh, long so uh, Dave Dombrowski or Sam Fold who are very influential and impactful in terms of the relationship today they recognize the historical value of Joe and Craig and, and the Lehigh Valley and the franchises nearby um, it, it's Dave Montgomery the, the story you referred to quickly uh, I'll, I'll tell it so Dave Montgomery the long time president long long time and um, the grandfather right, yeah, of yeah, the exactly. Philadelphia Phillies yep. um, you know, I, I interviewed, I was basically told at one point, hey, Kurt, the job's yours, but we just need to have a formality to meet Dave Montgomery wants to meet the person we hire for the organization. So just don't do anything horribly stupid. But we'll, you know, we'll go, we'll have, this should be like a five or 10 minute hello, and then we're gonna go have lunch afterwards, talk about moving forward and whatnot. So go in and meet Dave Montgomery, and he ends up bringing in this large yellow pad, writing pad with him. And we spent about a two-hour interview. And it was myself and Dave, but it was also um, Richard Dietz, who was his right-hand mm -hmm. man, Joe Finley, Craig Steiner, owners, Chuck Domino, who was the president at the time. And we spent about two hours of interview asking every question about the budget that I had prepared uh, as part of my interview process. And Joe and Craig were about fit to be tired because everybody's hungry. <laughs> and, and Dave had questions about every aspect of the operation. And uh, I remember this day, you know, just being really impressed that he was that interested and, and involved in understanding about the the organization and my vision for it as a, as a president for the Philadelphia Phillies and that set the tone for relationship in a positive way like he was always uh, very supportive understood what we were trying to do and accomplish you know and for myself you know being in a um, not a as pop, I guess a familiar scenario, you know, having worked in Reading, now worked in Lehigh Valley, and you know, when you see the relationship the Phillies have with not just those two organizations, but you mentioned the Blue Claws, the Threshers, and the Phillies, you see are are just top rate because of how much they care about the minor leagues. You know, not just from making sure their coaches and players and staff are taking care of in season, but even in the off season. You know, I'm sure you, you know, you have discussions, I'm sure, with the folks in Philadelphia, whether it's daily, weekly, monthly, just, hey, what's going on? All is well. You know, we're excited about the new season, but, hey, make sure that, obviously, business is going afloat, too. But um, segueing that into, of course, you know, the outstanding news, of course, now that uh, 
this new uh, renovation project that's been taking place here at Coca-Cola Park. It's moving forward. Um, you know, the staff and the coaches and the players are going to have a great opportunity, of course, to really have the best clubhouse in not just minor league baseball, a lot of clubhouses compared to some of the major league teams. No disrespect to any major league organization, but also, too, and I'm sure maybe an opportunity for you, to, Kurt, to talk a little bit about that. It's more than just, a, you know, something for the Iron Pigs, you know. Maybe is it a space for something in the offseason? You know, what are some of the aspects of this new renovation project that you're excited for fans and for, you know, your customers to uh, get to know about here? Well, I mean, first and foremost, it's, it's largely a renovation and addition for the Philadelphia Phillies and our players. And, and we take a lot of pride in how we treat the fan experience and the fan amenities. And for 15 years, um, that's been a focus for us because it's critical to our business. And we've had a new ballpark. But over 15 years, um, it's amazing. You know, there used to be a pitching coach, a hitting coach, one trainer, and a manager. And that was it, and 25 players. And over time, that's grown now to we'll have as many as 15 support staff, yep. coaches, trainers, strength and conditioning, nutrition, everything, uh, mental skills. And now we have 35 to 40 players. So us and the visiting teams that come in have really outgrown the space. Mm -hmm. So in order to do things correctly, to have a great partnership with the Phillies and truthfully as mandated by Major League Baseball, we have to make these spaces. Now, they're going to be impressive. So I'm always proud of things we do. When we do something, we do it well in first class. At least I like to think that. Um, so I, we've, we've done that. And then the Phillies coming in and say, hey, you're responsible for this, but we want to take what you're doing and make it even better. The things that we're doing now together mm -hmm. are going to make this really as good of a clubhouse and probably better because of the newness of it than Philadelphia and, and a lot of major league organizations. But there are going to be opportunities to allow in the offseason high school teams to use facilities, oh, cool. uh, opportunities for us to do in areas, areas downstairs to host events and activities mm -hmm. and parties because to see where the, the stars of tomorrow have played and the treatment rooms, the medical facilities, uh, we can reuse those spaces for six months so it's not just a six-month activity right so you know there'll be an area of course you know women now on staff you know whether athletic trainers mm -hmm. strength coaches you name it so a kitchen as well too um you mentioned about the medical um aspect of things you know that will look to grow as well you know the clubhouse space is huge so these players that are going to be in those uh that have their own locker of course um, they're gonna have a lot of space to move around and you know i feel like every room i know you took um members of the press back in December um, through, you know, I don't want to say the early stages, you know, it feels like we were, we're well beyond the early stages here. We're probably through the halfway point, if not the three-quarter point at this point. And you could even know it's the drywall and things of that nature, you just see how huge it is and how much you guys did an outstanding job in taking care of that excess space that was behind the stadium and utilizing it pinpoint perfect. So um, what do you... In, in addition to the things you highlighted and talked about, what are some other things that, you know, if you're, if you, I'm sure this season you, you, you may hear a casual fan, hey, Kurt, how can I see this clubhouse? You know I mean? What's, you know, and you're like, and I know you wouldn't be able to open it up to everybody, but I'm sure people ask, you know, hey, how can I go about seeing this? Right. And I think our focus now is on finishing it and getting it ready. And it won't be 
a lot of time between the time it's done and ready before the team arrives from the spring training. Right. So uh, probably for the first six months, it's not going to be honestly a lot of opportunity. But then come October, right, um, and then before the next season, we need to do pig day and allow oh, tours yes, of yes. the clubhouses or to allow our, our partners, sponsors, media, you know, it's certainly uh, a crown jewel. And, and this ballpark has always been a crown jewel for minor league baseball, not just because of attendance, but because of the facility, the volume of fan spaces and hospitality areas, the uniqueness of the facility. Um, and to kind of put another jewel in that oh, crown, yeah. mm-hmm. um, we're going to see a lot of people coming in and say, how did you do this? Let me see this. Um, there's always a lot of interest in our operation from the minor leagues because there's a lot of respect for what we do and how we've done it. And that's already happening again because we're on the forefront of making sure that we have these improvements done uh, for Major League Baseball and the Philadelphia Phillies. But as far as the common fan, National Pig Day, I think next year will be a, a huge hit for that. But there's going to be opportunities just to even rent and utilize the facility because oh, we, we do want people to see um, behind the scenes, behind the curtain. That's always been my mindset and our organization's mindset that it's about total fan participation. And you want our fans to be able to see all aspects of the operation as best we can. You know, because now you you and, you know, and Joe and Craig and obviously, uh, you know, partners, things of that nature that we're able to get this all taken care of and making sure that it's ready for opening day. Um, I'm sure a lot of your brother and sister general managers and presidents have reached out to you and say, hey, Kurt, we heard this news. Congratulations. Because obviously Major League Baseball is not just here at Coca-Cola Park. It's all 120 affiliated minor league teams across the country. Um, obviously without revealing too much, so more on a surface level. Have you reached? Have you been uh, contacted by any of your brother and sister, uh, President and GM, saying, hey, how'd you guys go about doing this? Or, you know, would it be cool if one day we can maybe see this at all? All the time. Oh, yeah. there, so there's a lot of different groups within minor league baseball that are people you work with and you trust and you have relationships and mm-hmm. we, we learn from each other because you share there's there's no uh worry about you know the competition oh, isn't yeah. there right. it's on the field not in the front office um so like how are you doing this how are you doing that um how do you approach this and then logistically how do you operate those areas so you, how many clubbies do you have how do you clean these facilities what have you found to be the best path for A, B, or C? So there's a lot of, um, it's amazing how much work has been involved in a, a $10 million construction project in terms of coordinating uh, you know, information technology, in terms of coordinating audio video, in terms of coordinating security, in terms of coordinating all the little elements and the timing of each one goes in at the right time so that contractors are working around each other. Uh, it's been incredible to see that again and for, for the first time in 15 years since we had that entire new ballpark experience taking place. But um, it's amazing because we, we worked hard from the get-go from the time that we knew that we had to make improvements to the facility that were man- mandated. And we were ahead of the game. We did things well and smart. And then uh, Major League Baseball, just within the last month, told teams, hey, we'll give you a, a year extension if you need it. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> so <laughs> that year extension, though, uh, is a huge help for many, many teams oh, sure that just weren't um, on top of their games or maybe didn't have the community support like we've had the community support. Uh, but it, it's it's nerve-wracking because there's a lot of teams out there that don't have the same um, support. And Major League Baseball will move teams yeah if they don't have the facilities ready to host these players because there's a huge push to make sure these players have 
everything that they need or want so that they're prepared you know for this they're developed um as well as it can be to step into major leagues you know but uh that's you know but the great news is of course we are here to stay you know and that's been the beautiful thing not only just lehigh county but northampton county um you know all in the state of pennsylvania all mm -hmm. in you know um it's been great to see how everyone rallied around um to do what was necessary in the community as well too you know the fans at large you know making sure that the iron pigs aren't going anywhere of course and you know and obviously they're a great triple a partner with philadelphia so uh kurt um you have a lot to be proud of here i tell people all the time you know i've been you know um you know, not to, like I said, make you blush here again, at least try not to, but I've been doing, I've been working in minor league baseball for, what, 14 years as an intern and full-time, and um, you're as good as it gets, my man. You, uh, you, from what I'm seeing to where you, you know, where you started back in way, because I remember myself growing up in Easton and being a resident and coming to games here as a fan, and then, you know, now getting the opportunity to work, to have worked for you and learned from you, uh, don't change a thing. What you're doing has been outstanding. Well, you're a good liar, but thank you. You know, I, <laughs> no, it's it's a pleasure to work with you, Mike. I yeah. appreciate all the time you've spent with us. Um, and it's it's a pleasure to represent this organization and the community. Uh, it means a lot to a lot of different people. You know, I talked about all things that you know mean a lot to me and the memories and promotions. Yeah. But at the end, the, the, really the best ones, and I should have mentioned this before, are just the memories you make with fans because you're able to give them an experience that they otherwise wouldn't have. If it's bringing a kid out to throw out a first pitch oh, yeah. or helping someone that maybe had, you know, thinking of a veteran, uh, helping someone that might be terminally ill to give them an experience, things that your job gives you, allows you to do that other jobs wouldn't. And that's the best part. Absolutely. So, uh, folks, um, for those watching on the YouTube version, I know of course folks have been, you know, the, those who just choose to listen are on Spotify, but if you're watching on YouTube, seriously, the best in the business right here he is literally blood sweat and tears you know into this place right so what do you want from me you're like, I, like you're, you're like, i know i mean i know i'm actually out the door i mean you know but look I, i'm like you know me i'm a pretty positive guy at the end of the day people say kevin whitehead makes fun of me all the time he goes everybody gets an invite to your wedding i never say a bad word about anybody so uh but kurt thanks for stopping by thank you too for the breakdown of you know obviously uh with the uh project um, regarding the clubhouse, too, and also taking a little bit, you know, uh, to talk about your uh, your journey here in professional baseball, and of course your post here, and uh, you know, I'll be on the other side, but you definitely always have a fan here. Thanks for hanging out with us. Thank you, and go Pigs. <laughs>